When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is time for the new Dan Vogler 4D Experience Podcast. Are you ready? Buckle in. Let's go for a ride. Sweet bagels of Murgatroyd. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 40 Experience Podcast. I'm Dan Fogler, your host. That's why it's called Dan Fogler 40 Experience Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, April's here, the fourth month. You know, I've been waiting for this month for a long time. This month is insane. I'm in the middle of doing press for a fantastic piece. We just, we just finished up. Our uh, fan event in NYC, and that was awesome. We are hovering around something like 62% of Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, man, that's good for me. I've eaten worse. And uh, that's, 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 look, I got worse grades in high school, and look at me. <laughs> no, I guess that's pretty good. The, the audiences are digging it. And um, I've seen it with a couple audiences, and they're 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 going uh, pretty nuts for it. So I'm very excited, very excited to share Fantastic Beast Three with you. We have a very special guest today, uh, Draco Malfoy himself. Oh my goodness, that is very exciting for me, and I am going to request that he calls me a filthy mudblood. I don't know why it makes me just so happy inside to have an actual Malfoy call me a filthy mudblood. I work with uh, Jason Isaacs, the father Malfoy, on a movie called Spinning Gold. We'll see what happens with that when that's coming out. But that should be coming out soon, too. So I've worked with, well, no, I worked with one Malfoy and and hung out with the other. Uh, and and I did not have the balls to ask Jason to call me a filthy mudblood. I hung out with him a couple times. He was really awesome, but I don't know. I felt weird. But not with Tom. Tom was, yeah, he was pretty uh, pretty ready to rock the, uh, the, the filthy muggle talk, which is, God damn, that's exciting. I mean, it is for me. I can't speak for anybody listening. We got some great uh, questions that people ask, Tom, so we'll, we'll get to all that later. Um, a lot of stuff happening in the world. I'm really trying to focus on the positive, but it's, it's hard to see through all the insanity. Yeah. I mean, look. Doing these movies, being in this business... I'm working on this show called The Offer. 
Yeah, that's another thing that's coming out um, in April. I mean, it's like a perfect storm here. And I'm playing Francis Coppola and going out for that premiere in um, like a week. And what an incredible experience that was. I have some interviews lined up with cast members that, you know, will trickle out as the episodes come out. Very excited to share those with you. Uh, Patrick Gallo is one of the interviews. He plays uh, Mario Puzo, which is really fun. He's a, he's a great guy, great actor. And, and then um, the magnificent Juno Temple, who uh, plays Betty on the show. And is just marvelous. Just a marvelous lady, you know, just in general. She's like, uh, she's like an angel. Angel fallen to earth. Um, and... Uh, there are such great performances. Matthew Good, who plays Bob Evans, is fantastic. He's going to get nominated, I'm pretty sure, um, for all sorts of uh, uh, awards. And his Bob Evans character, or Bob Evans' philosophy about why we do the things we do, why we, why in the face of extreme insanity and, and chaos and oftentimes horror we look to the films and the television shows that we produce to distract us uh yes but also it's our job to help uh, humanity evolve through the messages through those those movies and films and yes to shine a light to be a mirror for society, as Shakespeare says. It's, it's our job. It's a huge responsibility. And that's what I choose to focus on right now as our world is seemingly, seemingly spiraling out of control. Here's a little April refuge, a little respite for you from the, from the chaos. Um, little Fantastic Beast 3, The Offer... Tweet at me, Instagram me, let me know what your thoughts are. I'm very proud of both of these projects. And um, I'm extremely excited to talk to our next guest, Tommy. Let's do it. Everybody, on the count of three, Akio Felton. One, two, three. Akio Felton! I don't know, Dan. No, I wish I did. I met Emma once. All right. That was what? cool. She was really sweet. Did I just assume because it's two Dans and you're both from... Right. <laughs> from the Dan No, the only reason I say it is because you, you, you just said you were, heading, you were off to New York soon. I think he is there now or soon. And he's at the end, I think, of a press junket. Um, um, oh, he's doing... Oh, yeah. He was with Sandra Brolock or something, right? He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen the flick yet. Um, yeah. But he's just saying, you know, it's a, after a f few months of that, it could be rather a stressful yeah. experience. Oh, how, do, yeah. how do you deal with the... Uh, they, they, do, they do junkets big for... for uh, Tom Felton, everybody, on the 40 Experience Podcast. Hi. We I just, last time I saw you, we were on the red carpet, and you were interviewing me. And I, I, I find, you yeah. know, it's work, man. It's work. You know, I, get, I got stuffed into my <laughs> tuxedo. And it was cute with, you know, I had my kids, which is which is nice. Yes. That was lovely of you, man. Like, we have video of them meeting you and 
my my oldest daughter, who is going to be 10 in July, Edie, she was just like, oh my God, oh my God, you know, it's like she... she was, <laughs> they know. actually relaxed me a, a bit, to be honest with you. Really? To yeah. see how excited they were? Yeah, to see the jet, yeah, every time you see it in the... In the face. Also, a lot of people aren't like aren't aren't. How old are your How old are your girls? Um, nine and six. Yeah. So that's the prime age for for them not to usually want to be that friendly with me. Uh, or really? Rather, well, only because of the Draco element. But they they seem very. Uh, You're a lot of people's favorite. <laughs> you really are. Uh, I suppose it's over the years. It's definitely turned into more of that than yeah. Than where it used to be. Uh, just being the. I, I always reference, you know, Star Wars, because I, I, I grew up in, I was born in 76, so I'm like, I'm 10 years older than you. Mm. And um, I, uh, you see now, like you have the Book of Boba Fett, you have the, you know, Mandalorian. You know, so those, these are the characters, these are, these are the bad guys. And they're, they're the ones that are suddenly the most interesting. I feel like the same thing is happening here. Have you seen Cursed Child? Yes, I have. Yes, I'm a massive theatre goer. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I was introduced to acting. Really, my mum used to take me and my three older brothers to amateur dramatics, mostly watching my oldest brother um, Jonathan uh, Jig, as we call him. Uh, but yes, yes, I was lucky enough to see it about it was a couple of years ago now. Um, I wasn't resisting it. I suppose I was just I was, I was holding on to not seeing it for as long as possible so I had something to look forward to <laughs> but yeah that, I did it in one day and uh, yeah, yeah it, it, was, it was something else it really was have you have you have you seen it yeah I did the same thing I did it in one day right was um, it here in London or I saw it in London mm-hmm. with the original cast and we did it with like it was like a thing with the movie and everything and yeah I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty awesome but the main thing is that it's about your lineage, your oh, kids. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah. And so... That was a surprise, because I actually, I didn't look into it at all. And were like, you just sitting there smiling the whole time? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was. It was, uh, it was always, <laughs> yeah, it was such a shock. And then actually seeing someone playing a character called Draco was yeah. almost a bit, instinctively, I almost wanted to get out of the chair and jump on... Yeah, yeah, what are you doing? (laughs) I would never wear my hair like that. (laughs) But yeah, like, it was, um, it's cool. It's a bit of pride, definitely. I think there's a little Malfoy pride, or more than a little, that runs in me. So to see the lineage be uh, featured, it was pretty cool, man. Okay, so my next question is this, (laughs) which is, so there's been talk about, ooh, you know, maybe doing a Cursed Child TV show. And How's that? Have you heard about that? Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I, maybe I, maybe it was just like a rumor on Instagram, but you had, uh-oh, there's a Bogart in there. Darn, I've been there's a, <laughs> I, listening to ghost stories. Yeah. Go on. But I, I just saw something that was just like Daniel Radcliffe, you know, was undecided about playing himself again or an older version of himself. Mm. So let's say that it was presented to you, would that be something that would be, would you play yourself again? You know, if it was the TV version of The Cursed Child? The old, you now, with your son? <laughs> I mean, instinctively, I'm a huge yes. Yeah. Definitely, right? definitely. I miss him. I miss him. In a way, it's kind of like, 
it's part of my personality for a long time or a venting process of uh i had three older brothers growing up so i was usually the butt of the the pecking order so mm. there, was, <laughs> there was something quite satisfying about playing uh about playing draco but yeah i mean obviously i i i think i would be lying if i said that i would be um suspicious of anyone else that was that wanted to play the role um yeah, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, it's very important for the live, the, the movie version or the TV version. So, if you did it, you think Emma would do it and Dan would do it? No. No? Uh, I don't know, actually, to be honest with you. I can't, I can't speak for them at all. Um, I know that they probably had a fair share more um, life of Potter than I have, just for the... Mm the duration that we spent making the films. Why do you say that? Well, only because, well, I was still back and forth from muggle school, for lack of a better pun. Um, I'd be like two weeks on, two weeks off. You know, Draco so they were on set the whole time? Constantly, yeah. And I know, and they were younger than me as well. I think Emma was nine, and, and, and I know they weren't able to continue normal schooling. And although I think I pissed off the school quite a bit by coming back and forth I was still allowed to um to do that really and live and live a fairly normal existence and I was also not on the posters I wasn't I, my face was not as huh. as recognizable right, as, right. yeah you know so I I don't think that's necessarily a factor whether they would choose to reprise the roles or not but I know that they've got pa- so many passions for other things so I'm sure that would be their priority after the movie was a was a hit were you still going to school yes um <laughs> what was that like when they say hey big malfoy it's kind of tricky it's kind of hard to uh, to paint the picture but the school that i went to i mean first of all reading wasn't cool so it's to a certain degree if kids were reading in their lunch break versus i don't know smoking cigarettes around the back of the bike shed or like mm. graffitiing up the lockers or so Potter wasn't essentially a cool thing, let alone the films weren't particularly... Somehow they just sort of missed my school, or, or it didn't seem to... There was no cool factor about being in Harry Wow. Potter. Essentially, it was just sort of um, wizarding jaunts thrown at me and uh, having the piss taken out of my, my hair. That was, the, <laughs> that was the big thing I remember most, was just... Yeah. Just being called a blonde crack. Or, uh, <laughs> I think even teachers having a go at times. I think, really? I think one of them said it looked like I had a fried egg cracked over my head. <laughs> Come on. Which I don't think we get away with by today's standards, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. There was lots of that. Um, it, that would be considered bullying. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> filed a complaint. Okay. Me, yeah, do me no favors on that one, definitely. <laughs> okay, so. I usually start the interviews like this, which is like, uh, for all my guests, my cool guests, and I feel like we're in like, you know, we're in like the same family universe now. So we are, we are, we are forever connected. Okay. So this is, I, 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 you know what your name means? No. Okay. I do like the kind of break down the, what the poetry is of everyone's name, you know? through their etymology. So Thomas means twin. Did you know that? 
Twin, twin as in which language? Or just as in a... Uh... Old, old English. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Germanic, it's like... Um, uh, yeah, it's literally twin, like a, a, a man who looks like another man. What does it mean? What does it mean, exactly? <laughs> Andrew... Oh, okay, this is the full name. Full name, man. Okay, twin. And so Thomas Andrew Felton. So Andrew means strong and manly. <laughs> okay. So twin, strong, manly, and Felton means settlement on the field. <laughs> twin, strong, manly, settlement on the field. <laughs> Sounds like a good intro line to a, to a, to a movie. Yeah, right? It's like we open on a so, twin, strong, manly settlement on the field. Yeah. Oh, man. So, so that, I think that's sort of listing off the characteristics and the geography of where my family have come from. Yeah. So that's, yeah maybe, yeah. Well, actually, I do have, four, I do have three older brothers, uh, although we don't look anything alike. Perhaps there is something in the... In the uh, in the in the genes that makes makes many copies of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they're all six foot two plus, and I'm I'm not, shall we say? <laughs> but I'm still very manly, and I do <laughs> I do live in a house on a field, so that kind of. I also did the th- same thing for uh, for Draco Malfoy. Okay, I know what the French is. I think, or the mixture of French and Latin, but. What did you find? So Draco or Draco is dragon mm-hmm. and draconian, you know, punishment. <laughs> Mal, which is bad or crazy. And then you have the French nickname from uh, the old French foy means faith. 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 Huh. Crazy faith. Dragon crazy faith. Dragon crazy faith. <laughs> got a ring to it too yeah dude <laughs> these always do have a ring to it i love doing that for it's, people it's, it's where did you are you on uh you just found out online yeah i'm gonna start digging into the whole of my, my Eddie yeah yeah what's yours now i asked mine is uh daniel kevin fogler so it's daniel is god is my judge uh kevin means there always some, a lot of them have to do with god uh kevin means uh uh Handsome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Fogler means bird catcher. So God is my judge, handsome bird catcher. They are, they are quite fun, aren't they? <laughs> they are, man. Yeah, you know what's rare that people have ever looked up the meaning of their name? No. <laughs> okay, so you so you were the uh, you were the baby, as you were talking about. I was the baby, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Older brother and sister? I had an older brother. Uh-huh. And... Uh, I feel like a lot of babies go into acting or they go into, you know... Is that a trend? I think it is because they go into entertainment because they're trying to get attention or they're trying to get affection or... You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I could... My eldest brother, Jake, he's a chiropractor now, but he's the one I first started watching doing amateur theatre and stuff. But I'm somewhat cut from a different cloth. They're all, like I say, quite tall and and burly. Hmm. uh, Whereas I don't want to sound petite, but I, I was certainly I was I was always called runt, right? Runt of the pack, or maggot if they were feeling. <laughs> oh man, maggot is a good one. Yeah, but yeah, uh, uh, I mean, you know, I always think the, the youngest get it easiest, don't they? I feel like my brothers macheted a path of destruction for me, for my mum, not to punish me as bad because <laughs> she'd run out of steam by the time that she caught me. Uh, 
Right. Smoking my first cigarette or whatever. So you got into singing and so did you ever did you have like a like a garage band or like did you ever get into that or, or was it just like choir stuff? It was choir stuff. Just yeah. choir. Yeah, local choir. Um yeah, no, singing did not come into my life at all. Um I sort of, I suppose I did the choir for a few years when I was a nipper and then and then yeah, I got into rapping quite a lot from the ages of about twelve to like eighteen and then slowly added a little bit of melody and where to now uh, today's by today's standards, yeah, I sing every day. I love it. It's a it's a fun Did you know that Draco is a <laughs> is a rap term? Draco is a rap term? How do you mean? Okay, so how does someone use the Draco is a gun in the midst of a spike in popularity. It's a baby AK forty seven that has become frequently name checked in rap in uh in the last few years. Can you get can you find a, a quote? From Vince Staples and Twenty One Savage to Gucci Mane and Yo Yogati Yogati references to the firearm have been popping up all over. <laughs> That's a term. And the weapon is becoming inescapable. So you got to do a rap where you're wielding Dracos. No, no, maybe that's not a good idea. No, we shouldn't <laughs> no, do that. No, no. We we're, we don't we don't support gun no. violence. No. But isn't that interesting that it's a rap term? I mean, I guess it's just something about the word that people like. It seems to have me morphing every year into something else. Dragon. It's a great word, man. Did you ever play Dungeons and Dragons or any of that stuff, or get into comic books and stuff like that when you? Warhammer was my was the closest I got, I think, to that. Oh, cool! I used to collect Warhammer Forty K. Um, nice. And a bunch of video video games. I was on those obsessively, but never really comic books. No, can't think of any. I'm doing an animated series. You want to do a voice in it? <laughs> um, what sort of voice are you after? Well. It would probably be close to your voice, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure you could do a bunch of different voices. I got it's. I'll show you the what's animatic. The, uh, yeah, yeah. What's the, what's the I have this. It's called Moon Lake. It's like my homage to Twilight Zone and Tales from the Crypt, and, mm -hmm, okay. and it's with Heavy Metal magazine. It's also it's very, it's like a huge love letter to Heavy Metal the movie, right. and so the I'll I'll show you. It's got a it's got Keith David is going to do a voice. Phil Lamar. Maggie Q, Cooper Andrews, you know, it's like it's got an all-star cast. Send me the, send me the deets, man. Yeah, Check well, it. yeah. It's funny you say that, actually. I think I heard, I heard um, I think Chris Columbus's um, son, he, he's in that world as yeah, well. Yeah, he's a buddy of mine. Oh, right, yeah, because there's, yeah. there's, a, there's a festival going on now, is there, or something? I think he's at, I don't know, I saw, I saw Columbus Instagram. So yeah, 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 yeah. He, he has a story in it. Yeah. Yeah, Brendan. He um, yeah, he, they're at WonderCon right now. Wait, so what is it? I'm confused. I'm nodding along like I know what heavy metal is. That's a, the name of the film. Or heavy metal mag magazine. Magazine, right? Right. Remember that magazine? You, no, you don't know about it. No, so know. it's like a, it's like a literally a magazine that's like sci-fi, sexy, right. fantasy stories, short stories. Back in like the early '80s, they made this movie called, you know, Heavy Metal the movie that was like. All the voices were the SCTV guys and John Candy and you know, mm -hmm. and uh, you know Rick Moranis. Big freaking hit, big hit. Everyone loved it, and and so that like sent shockwaves. A lot of people have been referencing it, you know, ever since. Mm. So, 
that's what it is. And, and what's what's happening now though with that, with all the? Uh, are you saying Chris Columbus? Wait, Chris Columbus is in it? I'm so confused now. Chris Columbus's son has a, his son his own, is has a has a um, his own story at yeah the, Savage Circus like he does. That's the, that's the yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, come and do a voice if you yeah yeah so actually, choose. I've been doing a I've been testing the water with that quite a bit. Out in Los Angeles, it's been. Have you? It's fun, man. Yeah, it's real fun. Oh, so, were you getting some gigs? Like, what are you doing? No, what about. I've done some stuff for. Well, it's just me and Buddy's mucking around, <coughs> to be honest with you. My friend has um, like an animation studio in one of these little booths in his, in his um, beach shack. And, you know, people just. It's fun doing voices. It is yeah. fun, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I grew up on. Watching cartoons. Yeah, exactly. It's always been a dream. Yeah. Okay, so here's this here's this story that I that I heard, and you have to verify if it's true or not. Mm-hmm. And I've told this story like a million times <laughs> because um, I don't even know if it's true, but I'll be I'll, like at cons or panels or whatever. So inevitably, someone will always ask, "You ever steal anything from the set?" And I and I always say, "We can't. We don't. We're, we're not allowed. They're very strict with us. You know." about the rules about stealing stuff and because Daniel used to steal his glasses all the time and 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 his wands he's like oh broke a wand gotta take another and and so they got really locked down with you guys they got really strict with you about stealing stuff they were like stop stealing things and then you wanted to test it so did you actually put Daniel in your trunk <laughs> <laughs> No, but that was, uh, uh, it, it got, I forget which film it was, I think it was around five or six, where they actually had, you know, instead of when you left the studios, the guys just waving you goodnight, there'd be two or three, two or three of them would come out occasionally and just, it's usually when they had guests in, it was a way of like double checking that, you know, some, some, one of the guests of someone didn't swipe a broomstick or something like that, um. But no, the joke would have been to, yeah, gaffer tape Daniel's hands. <laughs> yeah. Stick him in the boot of the car and tape his mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> and then make sure that there was a random spot check on stealing. But no, they took it pretty seriously. Uh, they took it pretty seriously. I guess there was just so much bits and pieces. Daniel, I mean, like, we, had, we had as much policing as I imagine you do now. You know, when they say, cut, someone's running to grab the wand. Yeah, yeah. I know I only had one wand for the for the entire time because I had a tiny little <laughs> chip out of the little ridge on the handle, and I always knew that that was that was your wand. Yeah, the only one we uh, uh, the other one we had were dummy ones that were basically a, th- a thin piece of wire wrapped in foam. Yeah. So if the kids were ever running, or if any action had to happen whatsoever, the in case we fell on our wand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they give us the foam ones, but they kind of bent, so they were nowhere near as satisfying. We're speaking of wands. I mean, I got a wand. You got a wand. Man, yeah. that thing is unwieldy. <laughs> like, like, it, where do you put it? Like, yeah. it's, it's longer than my own arm. Like, yeah, see, we always had the we have like sleeves in the cloak. Sleeves in the or cloak. in the in the jacket. I had always had a a wand a wand sleeve. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's um. I was always putting it in my vest, and then it would just like fall out of the bottom of the vest. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not gonna work. No. What have you? I've not, I've been searching around here. I can't see any artifacts stolen from 
the set. This yeah, no, they, they put the fear of uh, Merlin into me. I would never uh, even think of stealing anything. Uh, Colleen would give me my, Colleen Atwood would allow me to have my socks, mm-hmm. which I was like, okay. That's fair. Yeah. You, you, you served your time. You can get, you can keep I didn't have your. Apparently, apparently that, I remember sitting at a convention once and speaking to Warner Brothers representative somewhere down the lines, and they are saying that they have people that basically go around the world and look for props being sold. Wow. To verify, uh, like... They hunt them down. Two snitches were, were taken two decades ago. They managed to recover them both within a year or so. Maybe that's a fun story. I don't know. I want you to feel free over... I mean, that's, that is like its own TV, like reality show where the, like, prop hunters, but <laughs> you, I want you to feel at any moment just, you know... Just call me a filthy mudblood at, at will. Mate, you proper eased my tension the other day by saying that. I was absolutely bricking it. Could you tell? No. That was the first interview of the day. I've never done this before. I've got all nine of you in front of me. and Right. Say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, you, you immediately... Ease the tension by reminding me that you are a filthy man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, thanks for that. Well, my man, uh, I'm glad I could do that. Yeah, no, I couldn't tell if you were nervous or whatever. That was like your second question or third question, I thought. It seemed like a fun bunch, though. Yeah. To, to... Yeah, everyone really gets along really well. Yeah. I know junkets are like, they can be monotonous, but it's fun, I guess, if you get to do it with, uh... well, if you get interviewed by. Jacob Malfoy for one thing, but if you get to do it with people that that you like or that you're hanging around with, it makes no difference. You filthy mudblood. You filthy mudblood. <laughs> there it is. I uh, and you know. I repeat next to your bed. <laughs> See, you're a you're a good sport. I did a you know I, I did a movie with uh, uh, your dad. Uh, uh, yeah, Mr. Isaacs. Mm. And um, spinning gold. He's he's great, man. Yeah, he really is. But um, I couldn't. Get up the nerve to make to ask him to call me a filthy mudblood. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, man, he's great. He's doing like a like a Brooklyn accent in the movie. Right. He, yeah, he's he's he is very very talented. Well, very versatile. His accent, his uh, accent ability is, is superb. Really is superb. Yeah. I was lucky that when uh, towards the end of the films, he was telling me very much so. Work on your American accent and work on this and work on that. It will serve me very well later on, so I'm yeah. very, very grateful for Jason to have him as a figurative father, but also probably my biggest mentor. Yeah? Did it work out like that? That's lovely, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still call him dad. Do you? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, he was so nice, man. He's like a, a scoundrel, you know, like in the best way. In the best way. Yeah, like a real, you know, what? I guess you'd, you know, a bloke, you know, a real bloke. Yeah. Really, like that. Uh, Okay, so you auditioned for the other roles mm-hmm. for Ron and Dan and uh, Harry and Hermione, and, Hagrid. <laughs> no, you did. Well, um, it's, so just the two, Ron and yeah, Harry. yeah, it was ha- yes, Harry for at least on my memory, like at least a handful of auditions because they were like you know normal auditions where you walk in and it was like a row of kids because they had every kid in the in the country basically trying to go for these roles um it just so happened that i'd done a couple a few bits and pieces before that like a couple of 
films versus everyone well the irony of it was is that everyone there had done no acting but they all knew everything about the first harry potter book right. i'd done a tiny bit of acting and i knew nothing about the harry potter book the flying wizard thing i was like i have no idea what you're <laughs> talking to uh, and of course chris columbus but the first question that he asks you is what do you want to see from the books come to life in the films i think he was developing the script at the time as well so I just said, the kid next to me said Gringotts and I was just like yeah <laughs> what he said I was like Gringotts <laughs> and I think he knew I was lying from the start which probably helped me yeah yeah he's like I like this kid probably helped me get the part right? <laughs> I think yeah that's great <laughs> but like so my real question is like yeah. were, were you ever in the scenes with Harry and Ron and were you ever like ah, I would have landed that line so much better <laughs> <laughs> It was a daily. <laughs> no, 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 no. I never, never thought of that. No, not, not at all. I mean, he never thought like a parallel universe. No, you know? honestly, like I had so much. I, I always felt being Drake. I was like, oh, I definitely had the coolest role of the bunch. You know, they have to always be happy and funny, and and he just sort of gets the lean on the wall rather miserably. Um, but also after literally a month of filming, you can never really see anyone else as those characters they just embody themselves right right imagine if it's the other way around that rupert played right harry and, and he played, played ron. ron that's a head that's a headline yeah dan with red hair would have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you he sent me a picture of you as Guy Fox. Yeah. And so can I use that for like the advertisement on Instagram or whatever? I think you absolutely, well, I say I think you absolutely can. Yeah. Cool. Apparently they're knocking it up pretty quickly. But um, So what is that? So I'm going to, I'm not, I'm going to explain it terribly, but it's an immersive experience of the, the, uh, the gunpowder plot. Um, right. So it's like a full, a fully, Whoa. it's like you walk, it's by the Tower of London and it's literally, you, you are, or, well, it's part of the Tower of London. You're walking through actual cells and then there's, there's a live action element to it and then there's these sort of wraparound screens and then there's this VR element where you wow. actually go across the Thames and I, Holy was put, shit. I was put in this, like, imagine this room with 50 cameras strapped around the whole thing. Whoa. So you're, are you a hologram? It's 3D, yeah, I'm 3D, as in you can walk around. Wow. Yeah, honestly, I have no... Uh, Holy shit, yeah, man. Yeah, it was, it was hella, I'll show you that. It's like these pillars. Right, right, pillars like a motion cameras. capture. Yeah, like... basically, exactly, yeah, yeah. motion capture, but in full costume, pretending that you're uh, about to blow up the Houses of Parliament. It was, it, it, was, <laughs> it was cool, man, I had such a good time, and I can't wait. It to come out so yeah fingers fingers crossed it's in time for uh for the summer what else should people look out for oh shit i should have that's a question i should have thought of i was thinking that in the cab you're gonna be on the flash again at all no unfortunately not that was just the one did you like that i loved that i loved that that was a real nice step into something else that has a like a fan base as passionate as potter you know they just they asked me to watch a couple of episodes and see if i fancied it and yeah, it's one of the, that was a great year. I miss those guys. All right, so I want to ask. I'll think of things to plug. In. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> you do. The, um, <laughs> I have some fan questions, or a bunch of fan questions, man. It was it was awesome. I was like, I got you coming on the show, and they just, people were had a ton of questions for you. So, okay, be uh, no, no, yeah, only, this is only niceness. We're all friends. 
Okay, so this is a hysterical question. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, hold on. Okay. This is at Mr. Magic 2005. Okay. Be honest. When <laughs> No, 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 it's hysterical. It's I well, maybe you won't think about it. I think it's funny. Be honest. When Hermione punched Draco, he kind of liked it, right? <laughs> Secretly, yeah. he may be the only person in the world that noticed that I was, I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, that's hysterical. Uh, no, <laughs> Bless. holy shit, that's funny, man. Okay, so my friend Kay Dinsdale has I that was supposed to be a slap as well, originally, I think, right? Like punch. I but she that. fucking punched you, right? <laughs> <laughs> slap would be different, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so my friend Kay Dinsdale has a major crush on you. Okay. Okay. Are you ever in L L in L A? Yeah. Okay. Just there recently. She wants to know if you ever ha want to have a doggy date. Do you have a dog? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying yes. I have a dog. The doggy date. She is very particular. Oh, okay. The dog is well, very... she has a she too. Well, she has a lovely dog. Oh, this is actually your friend. This is yeah. The one that you read on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure, of course, it, absolutely. Yeah. My, my dog is the most social <laughs> dog under the sun. That is amazing. I'll, okay, give you guys, I'll connect you guys. That's it, Kay. Yeah. That's it, you owe me. Okay, here's some more questions. Especially on the beach. She loves, really loves the beach. Well, Kay has a dog named Raj, who is just lovely. Raja. Like a German German shepherd. Sweet, sweet dog. And you're, okay, so this is... Uh, Evan Hiram O2. In your opinion, what is the funniest scene you were in in the Harry Potter series? Funniest scene. Funniest scene. Yeah. I I have a favorite funny scene that was an improv of yours, right? You were just like, I didn't know you could read, <laughs> right? With the polyjuice. Yeah, yes. That, I think that was one of the only improv lines probably. Really? I I I I recall that it was that it was my suggestion. Although maybe Chris Columbus thinks differently, I'm not sure. But yeah, it was a very, I remember him whispering it to my ear, "Say the line," as in not telling the rest of them that he was going to say it. But I mean, he did it once, and I think that was cool. Then got away with it. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun line. Was that the one? Wait, the one. Uh... Was that the funniest one? Oh wait, shit! No, uh, no, no. I was thinking. I was thinking funny. Officer, I remember this. I don't know why this came into my mind now at all. It's not even remotely cold. But there was a, a, um, just these great hall scenes that would go on for days and days with these giant feasts. And it looks so beautiful and appetizing when you see it on film. But when you're cooking like oh, yeah. essentially like 300 roast dinners with all the vegetables and meats under the sun uh, and, they, and they're left under studio lights for... Uh. for X so many hours, yeah, and how some of my, I remember Crab and Goyle having to always look like they were. Loving it. Exactly. Yeah. And they would, on the first take of the first day, be like, oh my God, we're eating this feast at, at like 10 a.m. in the morning while we're filming. And then by oh. by 10 p.m. or 10 a.m. the next day, people would be lifting the lids of this food. Oh. It was just. Uh, Flies. Yes. 
I got to eat in the. I got to eat oh, in, yeah. How was in that? the Great Hall. It was cool. I had I had breakfast. I had scrambled eggs and toast. Did they wait? Did they use the 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 one in the studio at all? I mean, no. Was, no. No. They re one? they recreated it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is the one on the studio tour the one? Uh, as far as I. Yeah, yeah, I definitely know. There's a couple of tables actually that still have some scribes underneath it. Like, yeah, I'm sure our mind. We used to get in a lot of trouble for that. Uh, yeah, yeah the, the floor definitely isn't because the floor used to be like you know plaster, not concrete, uh, and we never used to have a a ceiling either. But I'm pretty sure it's the same. <laughs> what was Draco's hardest scene to shoot? Raylana. What was Draco's hardest scene to shoot? Uh, Sometimes there's like practical hard ones, as in your 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 hardest scene. I don't know really. I mean, they were all enjoyable and in so many different ways. I suppose the interesting one would be like um, doing Voldemort's dinner, <laughs> hosting hosting Voldy at Draco at Malfoy Manor in the uh, the very last film. Um, just being a the only kid. I always I just remember that feeling of like, oh my god, you guys are all like really really good adult actors and i know you all respect you all like christ don't fuck up felon i didn't even have didn't, didn't even have any lines i don't think but i sort of soaked it in i was shitting myself when i got there and then uh Rafe, you... Rafe can be pretty intimidating yeah yeah as they all can uh, in their sinister way but then just really enjoying it you had a great you have a great arc though over the movies man I, yeah. you end up you know redeeming yourself He's, i think he has yeah so I think someone, someone told me the other day is like Draco. If you count the amount of minutes in the film, it's like less than forty. I think in the in the entire in the entire franchise. But really, something like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a you wow. know, they piece it all together. But yeah, the story is his arc is. Um, I think it's really important for the generations of bullies to understand sort of a bit more why why people are so um inherently wicked sometimes considering where they where they come from um and i think it was nice to sort of you know, i always saw draco and harry's two sides of the coin draco had everything with money and power and parents and cool suits and shit uh and harry had you know nothing no money no no uh no parents but he obviously had something that draco didn't and by the end of it you know you sort of see this character Sort of crumble a bit, really, and open up. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's pretty cool for the story. Man, I want I want to see the Cursed Child on HBO Max, man. That would be that would be dope. I'm not gonna lie, I like that idea. Would you be in it? I suppose you can't. Well, here's the beautiful thing. Uh, There's a time turner element in it, uh, so yeah, I can walk in the back of a scene. That's gonna happen, isn't it? Will you request it with me if I'm on it? Yeah. Done. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Okay, so here's the last question. Right. Ask him. So this is Sam, uh, Sam uh, Wines. Ask him if he has any interest of starring in any other comic book roles or any more big fantasy franchises such as Star Wars. What's your plan? Do you want to be a Jedi next? Well, uh, I'm not sure if I could step into that those those shoes so easily. I mean, it's one of those strange things. Like, I I love. I love. I grew up watching films like. Do you remember watching Willow, which is the name of my dog? Now? Yeah. Do you remember seeing Warwick Davis in that? Uh, Val Kilmer. Yeah, exactly. I love those worlds. 
So I, I don't know. I don't know so much about stepping into things that are or have already been like such a huge uh, continuation because I feel like I'd be slightly ignorant <laughs> of what of what it is. But uh, you're doing a Willow TV show. I oh believe. yeah, that's right. Warwick, Warwick was talking about that for years. And yeah, we were all like, "Come on, he's in every fantasy." I know. What's with that? He, I think he definitely has the widest experience of yeah. fantasy <laughs> franchises. And uh, he's immortal. I don't think he's ever yeah, going. To... Yeah, yeah. Some say he's one hundred and forty. Going strong. He's such a lovely guy. I love Warwick. <laughs> well, if you could choose, what what would it be? It would be Willow. No, no, no. Um, this is not really fantasy, but you know, the you know, the James Bond dream, don't you? Growing up, that was one of the first things I wrote on my. Yeah, you'd want to be a Bond. I think I'm on villain now. Oh, I'm pretty sure on the trailer doors we used to muck around and steal each other's signs or whatever and change the change the name on it. Uh, that came from me changing my own one to the next Bond or something stupid like that. Yeah, fantasy wise, I don't know. It could be kind of it'd be cool to go back to the Flash. I'd be down. Uh, Julian Albert, the character, was kind of left left a bit on the lurch. Yeah, that's kind of the only other world that I could see myself jumping back into. What'd you do? I mean, I don't know if the... My, my thing was always Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, I love, love Indiana Jones. But, well, yeah. But they, I don't know if they're going to make another one. I don't think they should. Yeah. But I won't lie, I did a film. They're in the middle of making one now. That was a good... Are they, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't my heart again. No, I just did a picture, which is glad you bring this up, which is going to be uh, Arizona Film Festival um, this year uh, called Canyon del Muerto. And it's, cool. a tr- it's a true story about a, um, a very early 1900s um, archaeologist called Earl Morris. And it's a story of him and his wife, Anne Axtell Morris. And she was the very first female recognized archaeologist. You know, before that, women on archaeology sites was either a no-no or they were the chefs or the right. something a bit light. And... Uh, it's really her story of, of how she she proves her credibility and, and ends up uh, publishing two very uh, prolific books in the world of archaeology. But I bring this up because the outfit, the costumes, it was it was Indiana Jones all the way. So nice. Beautiful hat, which that I stole. <laughs> I got away with that drop. But yeah, that's uh, it was fun being out in uh, in New Mexico shooting that horses and and. Uh, Archaeological sites and stuff. So that's great, man. Yeah, I like that world. No crystal skulls, but well, you're an absolute delight. Cheers, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> cheers. Thank you for coming on. No. Um, yeah, that's it. You're like, the man. I like to think that I'll, I'll what well, at the very latest I'll see you at the next next premiere. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll make a bunch of these movies. Hopefully, yeah, where are you at the moment with that? As far as what is the future of your filming? With the with Fantastic Beasts? Yeah, you start the next one next week, or what are we doing? <laughs> I want to. The third one's coming out, and hopefully it's a... People dig it. Did you dig it? It's kind of your movie, that one, really. Oh, man. Come on. You, you, That's you go a on big such responsibility. A... No, 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 with the journey of the character, like, it really comes into... Yeah, I think people get a massive kick out of it. I hope so, man. Yeah, I will. hope so. I, I Because if they dig it, then, you know... Odds are they'll make more. I'd want to do a. I'd love to do an HBO Max thing in between the movies. Mm. You know, one thing that I have definitely learned is that the 
the wizarding world is not going anywhere anytime soon and the fandom is just increasing in um in generation to generation to to country to country uh and i think it's awesome yeah, it is awesome <laughs> i think it's awesome it's my, my, my little daughters man i'm yeah. sharing the books with them and... yeah and they They're weren't freaking out when they, they see it. They were alive when <laughs> you made the last film. It's crazy. Well, let's keep the flame going, huh? Yeah, brother. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers.